The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, amigos. What's up? It's Above the Dave. It's another episode of the Lot Scene Podcast. Today, we are going to do this season's game of Would You Rather? And I have quite the proposition for you. Then we will be getting another Disco Biscuits cover by the Lot Scene Podcast house band. Their name is Cobalt Blue. They're from Britain, and they're giving us a version of Little Lie. Following that, we are going to be speaking with resident noob Ned Newberg, who's coming into the studio to give us an update on what's going on with him. And finally, we're going to speak to John the Barber, Gutwillig, of the Disco Biscuits, about new songs and whatever else comes to his brain. So jack up your Amex and never forget your Xanax. It's another episode of The Lotsies. everybody okay let's get into it this season's would you rather you know i ask the tough questions here on this podcast and this season it's no different today i am going to offer you an option you tell me what you think you would rather do and today's question is this would you rather sleep with anyone you want for a whole week or get to write an entire summer's tour of shows for your favorite band and then go and see every single one of those shows that you wrote okay so right out the gate let's just get to it first part would i rather bang anyone i want for a week okay so to answer maybe some first questions that are going to be shot at me here. Uh, if you are in a committed relationship, legal or otherwise, I will say this. It, this is a hall pass then, all right? Uh, this is you being able to bang anyone for a week, no repercussions, no, but that's, uh, but that's my sister. <laughs> I mean, you know, try maybe not to bang I mean, fuck it. Yeah, no, you can you can bang your girl's sister. You can bang your dude's, you know, dad. It it there are no rules. Okay, if you want to bang them, this is no consequence banging across the board. It could be someone you just cross in the street. 
And it could be someone that you've known very dearly uh, for a very long time. It could be <clears throat> over the age of 18, first of all. First, first of all, you sick fuck. 18 and over. Jesus. Age limit? I'm going to go with no. Um, it's like uh, the movie Love Potion number nine. It's like if they get a whiff of you, then they will be just magically in love with you. It's like consent is just, they just get close to you and, and, and they are yours. Let's just kind of make it like that, okay? We're not going to like get into like, and every single day and night, you can travel that world, you can go wherever you want, and you can bang whoever you want. So yeah, that's just some of the some of the ground rules right there. Okay, some age age stuff. Um, I guess you could go as old as you want. You can only bang people who are alive. This is not a go back in time and bang anyone from history. So that's not what I'm putting on the table in this particular situation. Um, you know, I could sweeten the deal and say that though. I don't know. I mean, we're talking billions of people in one week. I, I think you should be okay. And then you may say, well, above the Dave, in this world, for the next week, if I were to choose it, uh, can I summon uh, anyone I want? So, like, very, you very likely may go into this week with, like, a whole list of, like, celebrities and models and whatever, right, that you want to bang. Um, great. Bring the list, and we will provide you those people whenever you want over the course of that week. So you can uh, you can just run the streets and bang randos, and you can also go with a very executed list. And so you can do whatever you want. You can only just hit the people on your list. The rest of the time, just, like, live in a world where, like, everybody wants you. That's kind of cool. Uh, one week of that, nothing that happens in this world, again, will uh Passover back when the week is was o is over in this scenario. Okay, you clean slate, like I said, again. So that's pretty freaking sweet. Pretty sweet. Yeah. So this isn't just some one night thing. This isn't some one hour thing. This isn't some, you know, sleep with a celebrity situation. This is like, yo, you could sleep with like a lot of just hot people, a lot of hotties and just, you know, feel like a king, feel like a queen. You know, for a week, just absolute. They're all going to be in love with you because they have the love potion number nine effect is happening here. So they're, you know, super pumped and uh, and ready to go hard on you. Okay, one week. Or let's look at the other option. Your favorite band is going to play an entire summer tour. So let's, what, what's that? What are we talking about? That can vary quite a bit. I'll say this. It's a, it's a, it's a two-month tour. We're talking minimum like 15 dates over two months. Okay, something like that. We're talking a, a nice run, summer run of shows. And you do every single show. Okay, answer your first question. You can watch the show wherever you want. You can do an entire summer tour where you can go to each venue and pick exactly where you want to be for it inside the venue. You know, you want to be on top of the rock at Red Rocks. Do you want to be backstage for every show? Do you want to be in the bathroom uh, on ketamine? You know, whatever you want to do, you get to do a summer tour. And yeah, it's on the house, obviously. Uh, cash, I don't know. It's uh, endless. You have endless amounts of cash and you uh, you'll sleep in modest Hodies, okay? Nothing crazy. You're just doing a summer tour. I'm not throwing you in a van to sleep in a van. Yeah, you can you you can go with one other person. You can bring someone with you, or you can have a somebody with you at every 
single show. You don't even have to do it alone. We'll, we'll throw in a, a, another ticket and you can do whatever you want with those tickets each night. So now you can see the show from wherever you want with whomever you wish for an entire summer tour. Let's make it sweeter. You write all of the set lists. You're writing every single set list every single night. So whatever band this is um, that you want to see or artist that you want to go see, it, it's your call. You're seeing the band that many times. Uh, you can pick what are they going to play every single night. All the bust outs on the table. Nothing that can't be played. We're talking even stuff that they've never played. If you want to see String Cheese Incident for an entire summer and you want them to cover a different Pink Floyd album every single night, then that is what you're going to get. In the real world, yeah, they w the String Cheese Incident may need a little time to prepare to do a, uh, a national tour uh, all around the country uh, covering a whole new album every single night. Yeah, they would need months to rehearse something that big. In this world, no. To answer your question, do I have to write the, all, the entire summer tour, like sit down and write the whole thing? No. You know, you can just provide it in this particular scenario. You could just walk up to the band, you know, before the show and say, this is what you're playing. And it could be anything. And they'd be like, cool, we got this. And then they would. They would they would have that. And so that's the dream scenario we're talking about here, uh, this fantasy world, um, because I want to, you know, really make you think here, okay? if I, On one hand, for some people, not knowing what is being played is a huge part of the enjoyment of it. And for another segment of us jam band fans, the fantasy of writing a set list or writing a tour is just that's uh, that's too good. That's too it's just cream worthy. That's but for others, it may be a total turnoff. They might be like, no, I like that. I don't know what they're going to play. Obviously, I'm going to go with banging whoever I want for a week. So that's that. And that and for others, I think they would be like bang whoever I want for a week or spend two months following my favorite band and they're playing anything I want them to play and I get to watch it wherever I want and go see all these great venues, is that better than banging every, everyone and anyone I want for a week? Damn! I don't know. I try to make these competitive. You have to, you know, you know yourself. If you're a horny little freak, then the temptation of banging all these people might be pretty strong because while it is a fantasy world, if you put down a list of, of 50 celebrities and models and whatever, athletes and who, you know, you just put this list together and then one by one you just bang them. You're, you're seeing all those people naked. That's something you can just carry for the rest of your life. Be like, you know, I know what they all look like naked. That's pretty, pretty dope. But it's, you know, it's an intimate thing. It's like you get the attention's all on you and on them. And it's more about like love and intimacy where, I don't know, we, to be able to have the honor of writing a set list, even if it's not a totally crazy one, even if you just wrote just normal dope set list for your band for an entire summer tour, that means you get to like conceive what the show would, would kind of be. And then you get to see what the band does with that information and how they and how they hit it off. And you get to do it with surrounded by very pumped up fans to see this band. And, and you get to see the reaction 
of your set list writing, which like, oh, I don't know, man, that's a that's a totally different nut to, to bust. I feel like that that'd be pretty epic to have like, depending on the size of the band, I mean, I don't know, thousands and thousands of people uh, in the crowd just fucking losing their minds. And you're just like, yes, this is just as I planned. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it'll be. It'll be like, yes, I I orchestrated this and now I'm seeing it just crush in front of all these people with lights and everything, you know, and then it goes down in the history of the band. Be like, oh, my God, one of the best shows ever. And you're just like, it was all me. <laughs> and you don't even have to say it evil like that. You could just say it to people. You just be like, yeah, that was all me. And they'd be like, you're the fucking man. Like, you're the reason they played Union Federal. It's like they, they've never played Union Federal live. It's just that jam on Junta. And you'd be like, yeah, I know. They've never played it except that one time they played it that they used it for Junta. And, and that was it. They've never actually played it during a show. Union Federal, you bu- you did mics into Union Federal into Weegapog? And it's like, yeah, that was, that was my genius. And they're just like, my God, dude, you are a G. And I'll be like, yeah, exactly. So that's... Come on, that's for life. However, I'll say this, one more detail. Can you do that same bragging for the rest of your life in the other scenario? Well, a little trickier, right? Because I'm sending you to a consequence-free seven days in this alternate universe. And I don't know what you're going to do in there. And I don't know who you're going to do, more importantly. And so I don't know if I necessarily... you If you left that in... You get that in your head forever. Uh, you do. But if you were to then start going out and uh, just being like, yeah, banged him, yeah, banged him, banged him, banged him. Yeah, like just you watching TV with your friend. <laughs> oh, that guy, yeah, I banged him. Yeah, yeah, oh, that guy, yeah, yeah, he's a good bang. And then, and then <laughs> that, I don't know if that's going to cause problems. I guess that's up to you. I was going to say, no, you banging all these people is essentially when you go back to the other world, you get to know that it was all real. But unfortunately, you know, that there are no consequences. So we can't really have the other people carrying knowledge of banging you back into the real world because those people might be married and God knows what else. So I don't know what you're going to do over there. So in the in the in that scenario, the sex one. Also, by the way, if you want to go to seven for seven days into a world where everyone wants to bang you just by getting close to you. And you could summon anyone you want to bang and you choose to spend that time just hanging out with those people and, I don't know, a couple smooches, maybe a little cuddling, uh, some very nice dinners, breakfasts, and you just want to do it with fucking whatever company you want. You can do that in this scenario, okay? Uh, You can bring anyone and hang out with anybody and do whatever you want. Uh, you know, this is all your time. And so even if you want to bang one person, but you then want to take another person to dinner, I'll break that person is immediately there. And they you, you this is like some Matrix type shit. OK, because I don't know if you're going to bang them or not in this scenario. I don't know if you're going to be like, no, what? That's I just wanted them to have some brunch with me. And it's like, oh, oh, OK. Well, I don't know. I didn't know why you summoned Nick Nolte. You know, I don't I can't control who you want to see and what you're going to do with them. All right. So that's I don't know if that sweetens the deal. But then when you go back to the other world, Nick Nolte is not going to know that you banged him. Um, You know, that's going to be like a a, a, like it's all a dream, essentially. Okay, so 
that's, you know, you can't be like, well, you know, I banged Nick Nolte. Well, yeah, you, you kind of did, but, like, you would never agree that that happened or have any recollection of it. So did it happen? Um, yeah, in your mind, it will live forever. So consider that versus the other option, which is shows you could construct a show and, you know, and have that show be considered one of the best shows the band has ever played or the most amazing bust outs ever or like I'll give you a little and I'll, and I'll say this and I'll give you also a little God power in that world, too. If you want every show to be featuring different special guests, if you have it like that down where your set list even include like I want Derek Trucks, you know, to join Fish or I want, you know, I want a choir with the Disco Biscuits. I want the whole run with buckets, you know, uh, anything you you pick. I don't know where your head's at, but I'll say this. One, lastly, about this game, I don't know where you're leaning towards. If you're like, Dave, there's nothing you're going to say that's going to stop me from banging every hot girl I know. And, and, and yes, go for it, bro. But I'll just say this. The shows that you will see over that summer tour can also feature drop-ins of other musicians alive or dead. Do you want to see... Jerry Garcia sitting with the biscuits. This is the that is on the table in my in my in my offer here. Okay, you could have Jerry with the biscuits. I don't even think that's even gonna maybe sound good, but you can get it if you want it. All right. So that's what I'm gonna say. Lastly, on on the game, I hope I've answered all of the questions that you need answered to make your decision. Do you bang? Anyone and everyone you want, consequence-free for an entire week in a world in which you basically control how everyone feels about you, which is they love you. And then go back to the real world with it all just being basically a dream for everyone but you. Or you go on the road with two tickets to an entire summer tour all around the country, staying at various hotels and writing the set list for each and every show that can feature any song, any performance you create in your head involving any musician alive or dead. And you do this at, we'll say, a 15-show run over two months. You know what? Fuck it. 18 shows over two months. And it, this is, a, this is a, a tour everywhere. And so you get to go to all these dope venues and you get to sit wherever you want in any of one of those venues and you can bring one other person and that person can be anyone to any of those shows. You can go and see a show, each show with someone different or bring the same person for all the shows. No, they're not just going to want to bang you just for hanging out with you or because you thought of a slow NICU. <laughs> you know, this is not that world, okay? No one's banging you for this. I don't think, um, but, you know, good luck with that. I don't think anyone's banging you for writing set lists. But, um, but yeah, it's just going to be a two-month party, and you are totally in charge of the soundtrack. And when it's all said and done, it is not a fantasy. It is not a dream. It is history of that band. Well, I guess that makes it a little weird, too, though. It's like, um, so you're saying in um, July 2023 that uh, the Disco Biscuits played two nights with Jerry Garcia. Um, so there are so he came back from uh, came back from the dead is what you're telling me. And so to that and to that, I will just finally say this. OK, fuck it. When it's over, it's fucking over. It was just your fantasy world. OK. You're doing whatever. You're calling the shots as it is so much. 
when it's over, it's over, and it is all just the fucking matrix. It's all just an illusion, a perfect little dream world. And when you come back, then, you know, you're right back where you were at the exact moment in time. Nothing changed. Either In either case, you go right back. You didn't even lose any time. Right back to the day in which you traveled to this other world. And then it's all just a dream. Either way, consequence-free. Let's do that. All right. So that's uh, that's the game. Would you rather? Let me know. This is tough. I don't even know what I would do. I, I'm not even sure what I would do. I'm such a freaking setlist nerd. I feel like that would be so, so freaking epic. Or I can bang a lot of people. But like, how many people can you actually bang a day? I'm asking myself. I don't know about you. You could maybe you could bang 15 people in a day. Um, I don't know. That sounds like I'd be sore. Like maybe I could come come out strong that first day or two, but then I feel like I'd start getting a little sore. Guys, girls, I don't know. Can we, can you keep it up? Can you just be steady banging seven days? Man, by that last day, I'd be like, fuck. And Tilda Swinton will be like, come on, motherfucker, fuck me. And I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, Tilda, it's day seven. And I just feel like I'm, I'm going to go show. I'm going to go with the whole summer run. That's my pick, okay? I'm going a whole summer run of writing my own set list over banging whoever I want for an entire week. Call me crazy. Tell me what you think. But let's keep this show moving. First and foremost, I would like to start the show by with another Disco Biscuits cover song as performed by Cobalt Blue. Cobalt Blue have been a great addition to our podcast. We are so happy hearing their cool punk versions of Disco Biscuit songs. And today they are going to be performing a song near and dear to my heart, Little Lie. So let's hear it. Cobalt Blue performing the Disco Biscuits song, Little Lie. Baby, look at signs, but little lie, you cannot hide. 
All right. Another great one. Thank you, Cobalt Blue, for that very nice performance. Okay. And our first guest today, he's been on the podcast a few times. He is, on all accounts, a total noob. He's coming by and first time in a while to let us know what's new with him. Everybody, give it up for the Lot Scene Podcast resident noob. It's Ned Newberg, everybody. Ned, how are we doing today, buddy? Huh? What do you mean? Oh, your heart broken? You found out Mark's married? Oh, you broke up with Natty? Oh, she broke up with you. Oh, damn, dude. I'm so sorry, man. What what happened? You guys seem so tight. She left to go on Twiddle Tour? And you just couldn't do it, huh? Oh, damn, then she blocked your phone? Oh, she blocked you on Instagram? And she's already dating someone new? And his favorite band is Twiddle? Oh, double down. She's going down a dark path, man. Oh, he's one of your homies? Oh, man, that's brutal. She's, she's now banging one of your friends? Oh, dude, man, that is, that is really bad. I am so sorry. Oh, no, it gets worse? She was also your ketamine plug? Oh, dude. Oh, it was Fire K, huh? Damn, man, that's brutal. It's always brutal to lose a plug. Your second one this year, huh? I wouldn't call a doctor who gives you Adderall a plug. I don't think that, that counts if he just stops giving you Adderall. So have you seen any more shows recently? No. Just couch tour? I get that, man. That's all good. You know, things are tough right now. You probably just want to stay in. Oh, you're just not really into the biscuits right now? Oh, shit. You're into eggy? Oh, damn. Okay. Just kind of checking out some newer jam bands, I guess, right? Oh, because you gotta avoid Natty. And she's at she's at biscuit shows. Got it. Oh man, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. You don't really I mean you can just do you, man. Don't worry about other people. That's the thing. This is the relationship you have with your band, man, that's that's for life, you know? It's flows before hoes, bro. Okay? Flows before hoes. So, get back out there to the biscuits, man. Don't worry who else is out there, all right? You just focus on fucking having a good time, seeing the best music ever, okay? Don't worry about anybody else audience. I never did. Okay? People do things, you know? You'll, you're going to move right on, man. Don't even sweat it. Yeah, I got you, dude. Yeah, I, I have heard a little bit of Aggie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can play me some shit after this. After this. Oh, yeah? Okay, well, if you got a couple jams, you got to play me. I mean, hell. You know? The student has become the master. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll hear some jams. 
Well, actually, we got Barber coming up next. Do you just want to kick it here, Ned, and uh, uh, you get to meet Barber? <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, you just sit here in this chair, and we'll we'll bring out our final guest here. He is the guitar player for the Disco Biscuits. We've had him on here a few times. The one, the only, John Gutwillig. How you doing, folks? Barbs. Above the deck. How we doing today? It's a, it's above the Dave. How we doing, folks? Barbs. Man. Oh, this is Ned, by the way. Ed? No, uh, Ned Newberg. Fred Kruberg? Yeah, he's uh, he just started seeing you guys. He's only seen like a couple of shows. I love that. Oh, thank you so much. These are probably my fourth or fifth favorite pair of cats in space pants. Thank you. Yeah, I really like them. Man, you just had an unprecedented year of songwriting. What? What happened with you, man? You know, above this, Dave, that's a great question. It's above the Dave. And I'll answer that question with another question. Okay. How many fuzzies are you? Uh, well, uh, Barbara, I, I'm not sure. I don't even really know what that means. How many fuzzies are you? Honest answers only, folks. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, I'm 42 years old, so I don't know. I'm 42? 42 fuzzies? Oh. Wait, is that bad? I mean, uh, yeah, maybe it, maybe, maybe it's not 42. I don't know. Is it more? Ooh, oh, I don't know. I mean, you, you said it, folks. I just can't believe you're that many fuzzies. Have you talked to a doctor about this? I mean, no, no. I just guessed a number because... I'm 42 years old, and I thought I'd just say 42. What What are you doing? I'm paging a doctor. This is a fuzzy emergency. Folks, it's a what? Okay, he'll be here any minute. To do what? Freeze your fuzzies off, of course. <laughs> I am so lost. I don't really know what's going on, Barbara. I, I just had some simple questions for you today I'd love to discuss. And I got a question for your questions. A butt the Dave? Do you say a butt the Dave? Who's in charge of this place right here? What? Well, I mean, well, me, actually. Of this place right here. Yeah, I am. Well, then you're the one who needs to get their fuzzies freezed. Did someone call a doctor? Dr. Famia. Always on time. Automatica. Just like my internal metronome. What can I do for you today? Can you check this man's fuzzies count? Of course, Barbara. This isn't gonna hurt, is it? Turn your head, ATD. Turn my head? Okay. Now cough. What? Cough. <laughs> oh, there, Dr. Famius. That's a little too close. Uh, a little touchy down there, huh? He is six fuzzies. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> of course. Anything else? We're good. I was just concerned when he said he was 42 fuzzies. Oh, he would be near death if he was 42 fuzzies. What is a fuzzy, though? Seriously? Seriously. Yes. Above the Davis. Let's make a deal. 
Okay. Let's lay it all on the table, folks. Perfect. Great. We could be a beautiful thing. Are you just quoting lyrics to your new song? Here's what I'm not going to do. Okay, folks. Oh, God. I'm not going to talk about the new songs. Really? Oh. I'm not going to talk about the new album. Damn. Or the space opera I've written. Well, I'm out of fucking questions, I guess. We just don't do that on the pod, folks. Wait, it's my pod, though. I'm in charge. Who's in charge? Me. Of this place right here. Yeah. Yeah, me, dude. You're in charge. I'm in charge. Of this place right here. Yeah, of this place right here. Yeah. Of this place right here. Well, what question do you have for me? Okay, great. Uh, so nothing about the album or opera or... Uh, okay, uh, here's one question. Um, how do you get ready to go on stage? Great question. Awesome. All right, cool. First thing I do before I even get to the venue is I eat a cheesesteak. Oh, I heard you like those things. If I can't eat a cheesesteak before I get to the venue, frankly, I'm just all folks, but I have ordered cheesesteaks delivered to the venue as well. Oh, okay, that's, that's clutch. One time, I ordered a cheesesteak at set break and the delivery guy came late in the second set while I was on stage. Oh man, what did you do? Well folks, that's when I thought, man, I gotta eat this cheesesteak while it's still hot. So I had Rivers pull the fire alarm and end the show. Wait, you mean last year when the fire alarm stopped that show at Hartford? That's right folks, that was just so you could eat a cheesesteak? Not just any cheesesteak, hot and fresh. Jesus, dude. Did you say you were in charge here? Yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm totally in charge. Of this place right here. Yeah. So, Barber, uh, we'll change the topic a little bit. When did you pick up your first guitar? I, I always wonder when you got into music. In utero, folks. I'm sorry, what? That's right. I've had the Gibson in the womb with me above the dare. It's above the Dave. And what? The Gibson with you? That sounds... Very uncomfortable for Mama Barber. I'm actually not sure if that's true, but I don't remember not having the Gibson. All of my childhood photos, I'm holding it. Were you like one of those cool guitar player guys in high school? I mean, I don't know if I would say that. I'm sure you're just being modest. I would say that I was the coolest guitar player guy in high school, folks. Ah, uh, okay. Also, captain of the football team. What? Yeah, throwing touchdowns all day. Literally, back then. Oh, wow. You don't hear musician types being the jock types, too. Yeah, I could do it all, folks. Oh, you were one of those dudes. You probably were, like, sleeping with, like, the hottest cheerleader, too, huh? How'd you know? Just a solid guess. Yeah, he was a real nice dude. Real athletic. Always bottom of the pyramid. What? Folks, I've been throwing touchdowns all day since I was born. That's so crazy, dude. So you got these new songs that are based on older fan favorite jams. How much do you listen to what the fans want? And is that how these jams were chosen? We listen, folks, to all the requests from fans and to every single request. We say, yes. Oh, yeah? The fans said, hey, Barbara, can you make an entire album just doing fart beatbox sounds and yes, we are making 
a fart, beatbox, rock opera, right now, folks. Oh, damn. People wanted that? Oh, yeah. What, what is that even? How does that even work? It works like, uh... Uh, got it, got it, got it. Well, that's exciting stuff, I think. The fan said, Barber, hey, hey, Barber, hey, make a double live album, but it's just your best banter tracks, and folks, it's being mastered as we speak. Oh, that's interesting, just all banter, all Barber banter over the years. That's right, folks, the fans get what they want. I didn't, again, didn't know anyone uh, in particular was was looking for that, but uh, okay. The fans said, hey, hey, Barber, hey, hey, can you guys do an experimental studio album where you take classic Saturday morning cartoon theme songs and make them into EDM bangers and we said yes again weird move didn't know anyone really wanted that the fans ask above the grave and we deliver that's why when we were asked to do a nude photo shoot for relics we said yes folks Oh my god, someone asked for that? The fan said, hey, Bubba J. Hey, Bubba, Dude, Bubba J. I don't, know, I don't know if people are calling you that yet. Bubba J, hey, hey, can you officiate my wedding? And I said, yes, give me the date, and we will live stream it on nugs.net, folk. Wow, you really do listen to the fans, huh? We can't say no. We love our fans. You know, above the caves, we had a fan say, hey, hey, John the Barber. I'm sick, and I'm dying, and I have just one wish, and it's to have you make a feature-length documentary about the Disco Biscuits. And of course, of course about the date, of course, we said yes, and we compiled all the old footage and filmed a ton of interviews to make that documentary. Whoa, man, that's really touching. Holy shit. That um, that dying fan is, is going to be so happy to see that. Well, unfortunately, folks, the fan did die. Again, it was very aggressive, very aggressive stuff. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, at least you can make the documentary when it comes out. Just just put it out in their honor, I'm sure, right? Well, no, we just kind of figured once, once they died, you know, just kind of scrap that idea. Oh, you're not going to release it? Yeah, no, no, really, it wasn't that good. So, oh, okay. But, you know, they're, they're not around anymore, so. You know, above the Dale, sometimes. The best touchdowns are the ones you don't see. How so? Folks, when our fans ask for things, we immediately say yes. And we don't think if we should do it or not. We just say yes and add it to the list of potentially bad ideas to waste our time with. You guys should make a porn. Yes, love it. I'll have Cloudcord produce it. Perfect, perfect. Let me just write that one down here. Necromancer, the movie. Love it. You know, Barber, uh, Ned here uh, was our was one of our guests here today. He's a noob. He's only seen a few shows of yours. Does his opinion count? Well, of course. Every fan's opinion counts. Come here, little buddy. Oh, oh, oh baby. Oh, who's in charge? Who's in charge? Oh, this place I hate. Who's a little noob? Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. What's that? You have an idea for the band too? Great. Let me know. Uh huh. Okay. You built me a spaceship. Love it. I blast into space. Love it. I record an episode of Touchdown all day in space. Love it. Yes. I love it. And it's, and it's here right now. And it's in the parking lot. And it's filled with cheese sticks. Like right now. Ready to launch. I love it. Let's do it. Barbara, I don't know. Come on outside. <laughs> All right, everybody, we are moving. Okay, we're running outside to the parking lot where Ned has told Barbara that he has a spaceship waiting for him. And oh my God, that's, yeah, that's a spaceship. Holy shit. Oh, baby. Oh man, okay. There's, yep, there's actually a rocket ship in the parking lot. Ned, this is yours? <laughs> that's impressive, dude. Barber, maybe we should do like a test run? Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't really sound like something the Disco Biscuits would do above the Danger Mouse. Yeah, you're right. You know us, man. We just say yes and do it, folks. Okay, wish me luck. I'm gonna cut an episode of Touchdowns All Day while in space, and while I'm there, I'm gonna write an Earth opera from space, folks. All right, Barbara, that sounds great, man. Good luck. Do you want to step on the rocket ship? <laughs> Pretty good, right? Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was perfect. <laughs> Pretty good. I wish I recorded that one. Well, I mean, I, we got you here. It's all mic'd up, so. My crew is locked and loaded. And by crew, I mean cheese steaks, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Barbara's about to launch into space right now. So here we go. And they are counting it down. And... Last off, we have Barber in the air. There he goes. Well, hopefully he's going to be okay. And I guess that's going to do it for us today. I want to thank my guests, Ned Newberg and John, the Barber Gutwillick, for coming into the studio today. Also, thank you to Cobalt Blue for that wonderful version of Little Lie. Next week, we have the season two finale, and I am going to talk about Camp Biscos, some of my memories of camp, and which one was my favorite that I've been to. I'm going to get into that, and I'm going to bring out the homie Spun Rob to discuss some of his memories of Camp Bisco. After that, we are so excited to finally have on the podcast Mo. That's right, Mo's going back on the road. And we got them here in the studio, finally. All of that plus plenty of surprises coming next week. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And I will see you next week on another episode of The Lot